Okay, we're going to start, if that's okay. All right. Um, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for what you're doing in this place, Lord. We thank you for every head bowed in this tent, Lord. We thank you for the message that you've put on our hearts to um, talk about today, Lord. And we just pray, Father God, that you will be reflected in every part of that, Father God, that you will speak into our hearts and our spirits, Lord, and that people will be blessed and touched. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so today's talk is on healing. We're going to be talking about healing. Um, and uh, my name is John, by the way. This is my wife, Leslie. And uh, we've been involved with healing on the streets, uh, better known as HOTS. Uh, Mark Mark started that a long time ago. And we're part of Lagan Valley Vineyard. And uh, we go out every other Saturday on the streets of Lisburn and set up some chairs. And people come along and receive prayer and... God moves, you know. God definitely moves. So, um, at the end of this, we hope to answer any questions if we've time, and maybe create a space for some prayer. Um, and so, yeah. So, as we know, the Bible has many stories in and around healing, and uh, the question is, does Jesus heal today? And uh, can I ask? Does anybody here believe, show of hands, if you believe Jesus heals today? That's good. That's, that's good news. Promising. Yeah, that's very positive. Yeah. Okay. Has anyone ever seen healing through prayer? Can we have a show of hands? Anybody? Great. Fantastic. That's very positive. Brilliant. Okay. So if he does heal, why are some people healed when we pray and others are not? In Matthew 4, verse 23 to 24, it says, Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria, and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases. Those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed, and he healed them. So when Jesus was on this earth, he healed people, but does he heal today? I think the answer to that is yes, he does, and we've seen that from the show of hands. Um, it says in scripture, uh, Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as we saw by the show of hands earlier, some of us have experienced that healing. But there are still questions around this, so let's try and answer them. I'm going to hand you over to the lovely Leslie. Need my glasses for the small phone I have. So sorry, I'll be looking down at some verses here. Just um, as John has said, we want to look at the scripture to answer um, some of our questions on why some people are healed and some people are not healed. And, and there are many churches today, you know, that um, there's preaching and teaching for other things but healing is not one of them the, the, so we have to look at what what the Bible says what the Word of God says he does heal people today and when Jesus walked on the earth he healed as he went about um, we know by scripture that Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever Amen. he has not changed he's the same God who healed um, when the woman touched the hem of his garment Amen. when Lazarus was actually brought from the dead he's the same God today than he was then um, some of us have experienced healing ourselves there's emotional uh, 
physical and spiritual healing there's all types of healing that God wants to heal and um, we're going to try and answer some of the questions that people do have just by looking at scripture so one of the questions we ask ourselves is if Jesus heals why do I still get sick and I think I know I get headaches and I wonder why I'm still getting headaches when really Jesus heals and I've had lots of prayer for it. But it tells us in Psalm 103 verses 1 to 3, Praise the Lord my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. So the Bible tells us not to forget not to forget don't leave any of it out because sometimes we feel salvation is the ultimate and it is the ultimate but God's sozo power was for our whole physical body and all of our needs and we need to remember that he died for our iniquities and our diseases Um, he forgives all iniquities and he heals all our diseases and both of these are in the same verse Um, it's odd that God, if we think about God, would do one, you know, he would do one thing for us, but he's not interested in our spiritual health, in our, our mental health, in our soul, and in our physical health, because Jesus walked about and did all those things. Sometimes it's easier for us to believe that he forgives all our iniquities than he actually heals our diseases. Um, so these two phrases, I have to shout a bit, these two phrases are in many passages in scripture if you look through scripture and here's a few of them so Isaiah 33 verse 24 and the inhabitant inhabitant shall not say I am sick the people that dwell therein shall be given their iniquity again iniquity disease Isaiah 53 verse 5 but he was wounded for our transgressions we all know this verse and um, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So healing and forgiveness again in the same verse. Um, and then we have this verse quoted in First Peter two verse twenty four. He himself bore our sins in his body. It's it's a similar verse. It's a repeat of the verse that Isaiah said. Uh, in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed because when Peter was saying it it was already completed on the cross and so ultimately it all rises and falls on the cross everything that was completed at the cross was for us and in Matthew 8 verse 17 this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illnesses and he bore out our diseases. So why do we get sick? Because we've read many verses there and in all of those verses it was iniquities, which was our sin, and our diseases. And that is why Jesus came. So did Jesus bear our, our sins on the cross? Yes, he did. But we still sin. We still sin. Hmm. So we are not complete as yet, and we live in a sin-filled, sickness-filled, fallen, broken world. So even though our sins are forgiven and he bore them, we must come to the Father and ask for forgiveness. We still live in a sin-filled world, and we do still sin. But he bore the penalty, so he gives the power 
and the presence, his presence over any sickness that we go through. Mm. So we're being saved. We are saved and we'll continue to be saved. And it's similar with our healing. He heals, but he's continually healing us. And sometimes we don't see the completion of that. The more we let the word of God dwell in us and saturate us, then we see a difference. Um, So Proverbs 4, verse 22, God's promises are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. So he sent out his word and he healed them. He rescued them from the grave. So the more that we allow the work of the word of God in our hearts, and it's actually the same with salvation, the more we allow the work of the word in our heart when we're saved, then we recognize what Christ has done for us and the power that is within us because of the word of God, which is flesh unto us, which is the power that we have. We do exactly the same when we are walking in sickness and disease. We allow the work of the word of God to dwell inside us and to infiltrate anything within us that needs healed because there's life to that. So how do we receive healing? So just the same as we were saved, because of God's great grace, we are saved by grace through faith. And it's exactly the same for healing. We don't work up our healing. We don't have to have the most faith when you look through all the passages of scripture it wasn't necessarily the most faith and yet they did have faith but we receive the grace through faith to be healed and it's exactly the same as our salvation Mm. so the same way we received forgiveness of sins we receive our healing it's a gift to us and we receive it we don't always see the full impact of it and yet sometimes we do but we receive it just the way we would receive our salvation. So on, this, on the cross, we believe that Jesus bore our sin and he bore our sickness. And it's by the same grace through faith. So Christ's death on the cross, it's, re- it's the cornerstone of Christianity. But we must recognize that it's the cornerstone of absolutely everything within our belief system. It's a cornerstone to healing and health and wholeness. It tells us that the zozo power that Jesus died was for our completeness and not just for our salvation, but it's every part of us. So we need our, our forgiveness secured and we also need healing of our souls. Amen. It says in Ephesians 2 verse 8, by God's grace we are forgiven and God's grace we are healed not by faith and works we don't need to work any harder we don't need to do anything we need to receive we need to accept and receive just as we do with salvation and so the same way that we can say that i'm forgiven which we are we can say i'm healthy and we speak that out over our lives even when we're not seeing the full manifestation of it and allow god to do his work Uh, We renew our minds daily just by speaking out God's truth over our bodies. Just as we say, I am the redeemed of the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We we speak out life over our salvation. We also speak out life over our healing. We're three parts. It tells us in Thessalonians that we're spirit, soul, and body. So just as God is concerned about our spirit, 
and so he is also concerned about our body and we know that when Jesus walked it was the body that was healed in many instances of the people that were sick so even today we can experience that wholeness in Christ which includes the healing of our bodies and also our emotions our mind and our spirit because he wants to reach down and touch especially today and all that young people are going through and all that's going on in the world we all need to have good mental ability and the Lord wants to touch all of us with the health and strength in that area so we recognize that God doesn't just heal two-thirds of us he wants to heal all of us and he came for all of that and we need to believe that and hold on to today he also we recognize that God has given us medical doctors so there are three different types of healing naturally medically and miraculously and our body is made to heal itself if we have a cut it naturally covers over that's the way the body's made and the body is performed made designed to heal and that is one of the things we recognize our body is made to heal it will heal naturally if we allow it to um, and we do appreciate all our doctors and nurses and all of those that have great wisdom from God and we can use that ability to receive the right treatment for whatever it is we're going through as well as receive what God has Amen. so the word of God is like medicine onto our flesh the word of God brings healing to our bodies and our minds um, just as God told Moses to put the snake on the staff and they looked to it and they were all healed um, that snake represented Jesus and again that's what we look at so we don't despise the cross and what it represents in Mark 1, 1 verse 41 Jesus was moved with compassion he reached out his hand and he touched the man and he, he said I am willing and he said be clean um, so that was a miraculous healing that God um, God did and, and, and when he walked the face of this earth Jesus had the same compassion and the same willingness to heal that man that he does when he wants to heal us the, the same theme was throughout the whole of the New Testament and it's probably not the theme that we think of the theme was Jesus was among the sick and if you're sick we call on the name of the Lord and we receive healing from him just as he did then he will do it now so we want to receive by grace through faith Jesus the role model of our faith and the one who touches us and ignites that healing within our body okay so the question is um, how do we know that Jesus wants me you us to pray for the sick on the back of that question, let's consider this. Obedience to God's word is the fundamental reason to why we pray for the sick, even when we do not see healing as a result of our prayers. The only thing we can give God that he doesn't have is our obedience. So if we pray for 100 people and only one is healed, is it better than if we never prayed at all and no one is healed? Scripture teaches that we are commissioned to do the will of God on earth. This is illustrating the life and message of Jesus. Let's consider the following scriptures. So Mark 1.34, Jesus healed many who had various diseases. 
Luke 9.1, he gave the 12 power and authority to cure diseases. In Luke 10.9, he commissioned the 70 and sent them out two by two to heal the sick and to tell them the kingdom of God is near you. Mark 16.18, in a post-resurrection appearance, he said to those who followed him, they will lay their hands on the sick people and they will get well. So in obedience to Jesus' life and message, we pray for people's healing. God wants to heal the sick today. If God's nature to heal people, he has called us to reflect his nature. Our trust in God should be demonstrated by action. Anybody ever hear of Jackie Pullinger? Okay, so Jackie Pullinger in her book, Chasing the Dragon, writes about her ministry in the walled city in China run by triads, which are the Chinese mafia nasty bunch of people, a hopeless place of crime, full of crime, heroin addiction, murder, prostitution. As a young girl, she answered God's call to take the gospel to the most decadent of Hong Kong's ghettos. Many times Christian asked her, how can you do it? I've listened to her testimony and I've read her book. The healing miracles she witnessed are amazing. She should have been murdered several times, um, over and over. One of the many miracles was uh, they prayed for a person heavily addicted to heroin. And as they were praying, he was instantly healed, the heroin running out of his veins. That's pretty amazing stuff, you know. Um, So how can we not pray for the sick? I'm not implying that everyone we pray over is healed. Sadly, we know this is not the case. And we've witnessed that in our own lives with people that we love and we're convinced that God would heal them, only to find that they passed on. Um, but they're healed now. They're in the glory. But I'm, I'm asserting that Scripture never qualifies who will be healed. Our task is to pray. God is the one who heals. We cannot do or teach less than what is in the Bible. There's a friend of mine. He's a very, very successful businessman. And he's not a saved man. But every time I meet him, which is every now and again on the strangest of occasions for coffee, and he allows me to pray for him. And every time I pray for him, this man cries. And I just know that God is touching him. And there was one time where he had an issue with his eye, which he told me about. And uh, they scanned and they couldn't find what the issue was. And it was something that could be quite sinister. So there was uh, a lot of concern around that. So I felt prompted to pray for him. And I prayed a very simple, quick pray, which was just, I pray healing over your eye in the name of Jesus. And he thanked me for that. And then I met him several times after that and completely forgot about the incident with his eye, even forgot to ask him. And then he told me about, oh, I went back to the doctors and that whole thing had cleared up. And I remembered that I'd pray for him him in, in faith. And then he was encouraged because God healed him. And God is continuing to do a work on him. So it's that prompting of the Holy Spirit. It's trusting God to guide us when we pray for people. People are put on our heart. And Jesus had that compassion for people, you know. Um, So as we read earlier, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Reaching out to forgive, to deliver or release, to heal, to renew, all of which is part of his work of salvation. However, as we read in Romans 8, verse 12 to 27, we will not see complete wholeness. Total salvation until we leave this world with all its pain and disease. Salvation, complete healing, is past, present, and future. We pray for one another in faith, and we know that one day we will see clearly, and we will be with Jesus, our healer. And the wholeness we can only glimpse of in this life.
Do you want to talk about huts? Yeah, I just want to say, oh gosh, clang. Um, we do, as John has already said, healing on the streets, which is um, huts for short, in Lisbon Square. And I think it's been going about six or seven years. And um, it's not the easiest of ministries because you, you, you're meeting people who maybe aren't churched or actually a lot of church don't want prayer too. <laughs> but we go out and we... Um, we offer ourselves to pray for the sick, and we have seen it's, it's a gentle ministry. It's not you're not in people's face as such. It's gentle and it's it's under mark marks. Um, it's touching the lives of people um, that maybe wouldn't uh, be in an environment to have someone pray for them. And just as Jesus walked around the towns and the villages and the places that he did, uh, that's what the team, do, you know, the Lagan Valley team do. And we have amazing stories of people that were they run, run back up to us and said at Cataract in May, there was a lady did that, that it was clear when she went back and there's places where the, the back pain went completely, people have been healed immediately. And there are those that walk away that have not said or seen seen anything yeah. but something always happens when we pray for individuals we cannot pray but yet but the presence of god always always touches um i remember being out one day and asking a lot of people as they passed by would you like prayer and had i'm sure 20 no's thinking i think i'll go home here but the la the woman at the very end was was wanting prayer for her sister and she just stood there and we prayed for there was about two or three of us and to see the spirit of god yeah. come rest on her and how it impacted her um and how god touched her just yeah. in that moment i you know enjoyed the thought of that as i went home god moved and god touched even though it stood all day and nothing that really happened initially so it's just to be available and watch God move, we are called to be his conduit, so it's nothing to do with anything that we would do as we read there. It's not about how much faith we have, because many were, were, were healed that had no faith. Many had great faith, but it's to do with what God does. He's the healer. He's the physician, and we trust in him when we go out on the streets. Mm. And there's no formula to it um, in the sense that, you know, you, you read where Jesus picked up dirt and spat on it and rubbed it in the man's eyes. And if you did that today, people would look at you funny. But, you know, there's no formula. You just go by faith. You pray your best prayers and you trust the rest to God. And my own experience was four years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. And that, that's a life-changing scenario and situation. But you trust God in that. And he's been so faithful through all that. Um, and there was a group of people who got around me one night in the house. And my appetite had been terrible. I wasn't hungry. Um, I was in a bad place. And uh, in the prayer, I felt something shift. I got extremely emotional. And driving home uh, with Leslie, I said, you know, I fancy a bag of chips. You know, and it was late. So I got home, and my daughter had been out. There was a bag of chips sitting on the table. So God did something in me. He sustained me, but he also fed me, and he continues to do that today, the same yesterday, today, and forever. We serve a mighty God. Um, so before we finish up, we'd just like to ask, there's some people who put up their hands, and they said that they've experienced healing. Would you be comfortable to share that? Is, is there anybody here who would like to share that? Anybody? No? That's okay if you're not. Yeah, please. Do you want to, do you want to, do you, are you comfortable? Or, I'll give you the mic. 
What's your name? Um, Ian. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, for um, about last year, we heard my granny got diagnosed with um, lung cancer. Um, and a few months ago, we were told he only had a few months to live. Um, my granny was going through quite a bit of pain. And um, at the time, it was quite hard seeing her. So on the Monday, before she passed away two weeks ago, um, she fell and broke her hip. Um, and she got sent and um, put into the Royal Hospital. Um, and my granny was in pain the last time I seen her. But the way it worked was she just prayed, and I prayed over as well, that whatever she wanted, she always believed that God had a plan for her, and that if it was God's time to take her, he would take her home. Um, and on that Sunday, last before I seen my granny, um, I prayed with her, um, and on the Sunday morning, about 11 o'clock, she passed away, but my granny passed away she wanted to go, she passed away with no pain, um, she passed away in peace, um, and even though it's not, as we can say, healing, it didn't heal her cancer, it did heal her, because it's now in heaven, and it's the way she wanted to go and die, so in some form I see God over that, and working in that situation, um, and every day I'm thankful for that, and even obviously my mum and my dad were shocked at um, how quickly it happened, but um, God's also working in them and healing their hearts, and letting them know he's still there, so... Thank you. So God uses all things, all things. Anybody else want to share? Okay. I think right. we, we, we say our prayer, and I think it's Charles Stanley said it, we pray and we, we leave the consequences to God. Amen. I mean, God's the author of all things, and we do pray for all the things that, for healing, we pray for all these things, but the consequences, you know, we leave them with the Lord. He's the ultimate one. He is the one who heals, and it's, it's, it's him who, who decides and who... You know, we're all eventually healed at the end uh, when we go to heaven. Any questions? Great. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Laura. Um, see, like with doing the Do you want to take this just so everybody can hear your question? Sorry, Laura. That's okay. Um, with doing like the healing on the streets, um, how do you approach people for like prayer for healing? Um, we were talking about it in our youth one night, and someone said. It's just popped my head about someone in a wheelchair, and would you approach someone and say, "Can I pray for you?" So, just like, what are your boundaries, maybe in that, or how do you approach that? You know what I mean? Do you want to? Will I? Well, go ahead. No, I'm just wanting to share a story that I did approach a gentleman in a wheelchair. He was an older man, and I just said, "Would love to pray for you," because that it wasn't saying, you know, we just offer prayer. Um. Unfortunately, he was of a he was a Jehovah Witness man who didn't want prayer, and there was a we you know that was in that instance. But we show love, yeah. so the ultimate is in blessing everyone we meet and yeah. praying a blessing and showing love. Mm. But you want to say the formula, what you mean like you know how we address people. Yeah, well, we just um, we, we just talk to people. I mean, for me, it's I, I I used to go out. I've been doing this for seven years, and I used to go out and try and you know what does God want me to do here? And there's a panic around that. But now I just start conversations and I just I'm guided by the Holy Spirit there was one man and he he'd had a rough he was about the same age as me he would had a rough time in his life and he ended up in a wheelchair he's quite an angry bitter man and every time someone from the team uh, approached him he got kind of you know stay away from me but where I stand is a bin and he always had a cigarette there and then went across the bakery so this one day he was sitting there and uh, I noticed his he was wearing a pair of blue suede shoes 
So I said to him, I said, I know you were going on prayer, but I said, I love your shoes. And a conversation started. And then on the back of that, I was able to share or maybe have a prayer. So God creates an opening. You know, it's just depending totally on the Holy yeah. Spirit, you know. And, you know, you, particularly on, on the streets, people, people are rude to you. People, you know, they reject you, and that's okay. But the seed is in. You know, God's working on them. So I might say no to you. I might have heard a lovely story where, um, and I don't know whether it's one of those urban myths, but I do like the story where this guy's in a shop. And, and the, he felt prompted to go and pray for this guy. And he says, you know, felt the Lord saying, go and pray for that guy who's working behind the counter. And he thought, oh, really, God, you know? So he went up and, and he said, look, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'd like to pray for you. And the guy went, okay, fine, follow me. Brought him into the back room and said, go ahead, very aggressively. The guy prayed for him and uh, he was deeply touched. And he said at the end, he said, can I ask you? He said, why did you react the way you did when I asked you that? And he said, you're the seventh person this week who's asked me that question. So keep chipping away. Keep pushing in. You may get a no, but you're doing God's will. You're being obedient. You're, you're, you're answering the calling. And the rest is entirely up to God. It's none of our business, you know. Yeah, I think the inter- when I watch others minister on the street along with myself, the ones who just say, how are you today? Are you okay? You know, just starting a conversation, yeah. not necessarily saying, can I pray for you? Because that can get an immediate no, but just showing that you're, you know, how are you today? And sharing in a conversation opens up someone to then invite or speak more about the Lord. But not going straight in with that, but just being concerned about the person. Amen. And how are you and what's happening with you or whatever happens to you. Admiring a pair of shoes, a hat, a hairdo, a jacket, whatever it is. There's always a way in, you know. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, any more? Any questions? Any more questions? No? Yes. Do you want to take the... You okay? Um, is there any particular significance of someone praying healing for you, or can you just like pray it yourself as well? I read statistics that nine times out of ten, we pray healing over ourselves. Yeah. We should all be praying healing over ourselves. It's wonderful when we go to... So, usually, if we go to a seminar where they're speaking about healing, there's that sometimes an anointing there, and then there will be healing on the back of that, like Jesus spoke the word, and then you know there was healing after that. But we do pray for ourselves, and we should all pray, and every one of us has the ability to do that because we have God within us who heals. So, yeah. Okay. Do you want to offer prayer for anybody? Would anybody like prayer? We're going to be around for a few minutes, so if we can pray for somebody, we'd love to. Uh, but on the back of that, that concludes. Thank you so much for coming. Would you like to close in prayer? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah Father, we thank you for, for how you speak and how you do what you do. We, we commit it all to you, Lord. We're thankful that you are the author of all things, that you're sovereign in all things, that you are the great physician. And we just pray that anointing here by your spirit into this place that anyone who has anything that needs touched or healed, mm. whether it's shoulders or neck or back right now in Jesus' name, that it would be eased and go because your spirit's presence is here. So we pray healing over each of us and we pray just an awareness of how we can go out and do that. We pray an understanding for each of us that we can lay hands in the sick as it says in James and they shall be healed. That it's only by you that we can do these things. So empowerment by your spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.